I'm joined on the show this morning by Fonterra's Director of Sustainability, Charlotte Rutherford. Charlotte, uh, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolute pleasure. Hey, now, this is tell us about your role. It's a new role, and it's something a little different than what you've been doing before. Yeah, it absolutely is, Brian. Um, I'm now the Director of Sustainability for Fonterra, which is a new role, both for me and for the co-op. And it's responsible for end-to-end sustainability across the co-op, but has a really strong focus of ensuring that as we go on this journey, we take our farmer shareholders along with us. I've been at the co-op for 20 years, and most of that's been in farmer-facing roles. And most recently, I was the Director of On-Farm Excellence. So that was being responsible for programs such as the Cooperative Difference and the Associated Payment, Farm Insights Reports, Farm Environment Planning, and working with regulators and customers to make sure that they were recognising the great work that our farmer shareholders were doing. This has given me a great understanding about how things work at farm level. And, um, you know, I like to take a pragmatic approach. That means we find solutions that are right for our farmers and in the right uh, time frames. And I think farmers really appreciate that approach. Fantastic. So you've just returned um, from the US talking to customers over there. What did you learn there? Oh, yeah, it was, it was a fantastic uh, trip in terms of this role. I attended the annual forum of the International Dairy Foods Association. It's got over a 1,000 dairy leaders um, in the same room for a few days connecting. Uh, and sustainability was front of mind for all of our big customers that I met and engaged with there. They're all at different stages of their own journeys, but they are laser-focused on the importance of sustainability in their supply chain, to their products, and then, of course, their consumers. So carbon reductions are far and away the biggest issue, but their sustainability agendas are large, and I think we can expect to be hearing more about different things in the coming years. And our challenge or opportunity is to anticipate these and be ready to respond to maintain our current position where we lead and to protect our value. And we're going to have to partner with our customers to do that, to make sure that the roadmaps represent our farmers' current practices and a pace of change that's appropriate to our unique farming system. So the co-ops, it's making good progress at the moment with your sustainability goals. Can you tell us where you're at? Yeah, we're making some fantastic projects. Our our manufacturing operations are well down um, the road towards our target of not using coal by 2037. And we're expecting the majority of that reduction to happen over the next seven years, with only eight out of our 28 now actually even using it. This work is part of the billion-dollar spend on decarbonisation, but also improving water quality and water use in those sites. With regard to our on-farm work, we've teamed up with Nestle, a large and important customer, on two exciting projects. One is a net-zero carbon emissions dairy farm, and another is accelerating good management practice on farm for carbon reduction. We've also signed up to joint venture with the government and other industry partners to tackle agricultural emissions, and that's really important because for a big gnarly problem like this, we're not going to do it alone, and we're going to need partners and other investment and ideas to help us get there. And finally, but certainly not least, last year we indicated to farmers we're looking to set a target for on-farm emissions. We're about to kick off a series of meetings and webinars and and conversations with our shareholders to understand the opportunities and barriers uh, to them that we need to uh, unlock to make the most of this and what they need the co-op to do in supporting them through this change. So a really important few months coming up for the co-op in this space. And a busy one by the sound of things. Charlotte, great to chat. Well done, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brian.
One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.